1: You know, Andrew, I would like to think that with every mistake, we must surely be learning.
0: You know, you would hope
1: so. You would hope so. So this song has a lot of things going against it. It's overplayed. There's too much masturbatory guitar work, even for a song with guitar in its title. Thanks to Unvaccinated (laughs) Boy over here. And George comes off a little bit preachy again. However... I was able to listen to to it with fresh ears recently for the podcast, and you know what? It, it's a good song. The message I agree with. P- Paul's piano work in the beginning is lovely. The bridge is heartbreaking. George singing about the people that haven't been taught love and are merely seen as consumers. And I'll admit, some of the guitar work compliments the lyrics pretty well.
0: Yeah, I, I think that this... Might be the most overplayed Beatles song. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is always playing on Q104.3 <laughs> eternally, um, which, if, if you're not in the New York area, that's the big classic rock station in New York City. Uh, so, to demonstrate my point, mm-hmm. uh, I went back in Q104.3's playlist for three days to see how many times they played this song. So, Roger, would you like to take a guess? I would. How many times while my guitar, while my guitar gently weeps, played?
1: Okay, I would like to guess. Um, so, seventy-two hours, three days, seventy-two hours. Seventy-two hours. You would think ten songs an hour, you know, mm-hmm. co- you know, figuring commercials and yakking. So that's seven hundred twenty yep. tracks. Okay. Um, carry the Q one.
0: Um <laughs> carry the first quarter.
1: I'll I'll say 6 twice a day. 6 times. Yeah. Twice a day? Mm-hmm.
0: Only once. What? <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. They played a lot of Beatles songs though, I got to say. Like they played about what was it? I think it was like 17 Beatles songs. Okay. During that time? No repeats? Uh I'll uh, there were a couple repeats. I saw her standing there was twice, and come together was twice. I'm
1: surprised that I saw her standing there. That seems more. I was oldies. yeah,
0: yeah. I would like that. Would that was surprising to me too. Uh, they did play uh, Blue Jay Way. Yeah, that's that's weird. Which was weird. Yeah, but the thing that I was confused about was I kept as I'm going through the playlist, I kept seeing the same Brian Adams songs pop up. So. During that same stretch of three days, they played Summer of 69 three times, Run to You three times, and Cuts Like a Knife three times. Hmm. So what I'm saying is is that um, While My Guitar Gently Weeps has been replaced by a Canadian superstar, wow. <laughs> Brian Adams.
1: North America wins.
0: I guess so. Anyway, so... Back to the song. Uh, There's a podcast about classic rock radio that I like called uh, 108.9 The Hawk, where they talk about, uh, you know, when they're they're not doing a comedy thing, talk about songs that ruin classic rock for them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that this is the song that does that for me, but I've certainly thought about it. Sure. Like... But I remember my dad telling me when, when this was on, like, Q104.3, like, hey, did you know that Eric Clapton is playing the solo and not the Beatles? It blew my tiny mind. But yes, you know, I had to listen to this with fresh ears for the podcast. And I have to admit, it is a good song, uh, especially the 2018 remix that Giles Martin did. Mm. You know, it's it's it sounds great. And yeah, I, I get there's a lot of, you know, jerking off guitar <laughs> stuff, but... What else do you want from Eric Clapton?
1: (laughs) George Harrison's most celebrated song on the Beatles' White Album, While My Guitar Jelly Weeps, was inspired by the I Ching and featured his friend, Eric Clapton, on lead guitar. Harrison began writing the music for the song in India, although the lyrics were mostly completed upon his return to England. George said in anthology, he wrote the song at his mother's house in Warrington. I was thinking about the Chinese I Ching, the book of changes. The Eastern concept is that whatever happens is all meant to be, and that there's no such thing as coincidence. Every little item that's going down has a purpose. While My Guitar Gently was a simple study based on that theory. I decided to write a song based on the first thing I saw upon opening any book as it would be a relative to that mo- in that moment at that time. I picked up a book at random, opened it, saw Gently Weeps, then laid the book down again and started the song. I wonder what the book was. We never know. Mm. A demo version of the song was recorded by the Beatles at Harrison's Bungalow in Esher in May 1968. It featured several lines which were later left out, including, uh, and, uh, as I'm sitting here doing nothing but aging, Snowbite Guitar, Jelly Weeps. A solo version was recorded at Abbey Road on July 25, 1968, featuring just George Harrison on acoustic guitar, with a subtle organ part appearing towards the end. These early versions deployed a finger picking guitar style taught to the Beatles by Donovan and Rishikesh. Recorded in a single take, the June version was later included on Anthology 3 and with a new orchestral arrangement written by George Martin on the Love album. The song reflects the disharmonious atmosphere within the Beatles following their return from India. Harrison led the band in their highly publicized endorsement of transcendental meditation and viewed the spiritual pursuit as superior to importance to their career momentum. When discussing another song he wrote this time, Not Guilty, Harrison said it referred to the grief I was catching from John and Paul for leading them to Rishikesh and supposedly hindering the group's career in the launch of their Apple record label. Yeah. So George was like, Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I was trying to get us closer to God. Uh, I'm sorry. I messed it all up. Jeez. Uh. Hmm. George later like, complained that John and Paul did not give while my guitar gently waves the attention he felt it deserved. The presence of Clapton on lead guitar, at Harrison's request, made the rest of the group take the song more seriously. Another, ver- another version that I heard was like they were argue- they were fighting, and then George figured, well, you know, when you bring a guest to the home, they start f- they stop fighting for a while to so be nice. Yeah, start getting along. Yeah, so that was another reason that he brought Eric in.
0: Uh, and he, I mean, he did the same thing in in the Get Back sessions.
1: Famously. Uh, Billy Preston. Preston. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So George said that he was driving into London with Eric Clapton. And he said, what are you doing today? Why don't you come to the studio and play on this song for me? And Clapton said, oh, no, I can't do that. Nobody's ever played on a Beatles record. And the others wouldn't like it. And they're all vaccinated. Uh, nah, he didn't, maybe he didn't say that last part. And George said, look, it's my song. And i like you to play on it. So he came in. I said, Eric's going to play on this one, and it was good because that then made everyone act better. Paul got on the piano and played a nice intro, and they all took it more seriously. On September 5th, Harrison recorded two lead vocal parts, and Baraka's drums and lead guitar were also added. However, upon hearing a playback of the recording so far, he decided to scrap it and begin afresh. The, the remake was started the same day. The Beatles recorded 28 takes. The basic track Jeez. had Harrison on the acoustic guitar and guide vocals, let it out organ, McCartney playing piano, star on drums, and Eric Clapton on electric guitar. I'm sure Clapton's like, ah, I should have kept that dentist appointment. Clapton played on each of the takes in the session, playing live with the Beatles in the studio. He used a Gibson Les Paul guitar, nicknamed Lucy, that he had given to Harrison a month previously.
0: Hmm. Not the only thing he would take. <laughs>
1: From George. You know, you, you give it give someone an inch, they take your wife. I mean, mile. <laughs> <laughs> While My Guitar Jelly Waste was completed on the following day with the addition of a distorted bass part played by Paul McCartney, some organ by George Harrison, and percussion by Ringo. Finally, Harrison taped his lead vocals with backing harmonies from McCartney. Rolling Stone raked the song 136th on its list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Mm-hmm. Seventh on the 100 Greatest Guitar Songs of All Time. And at number 10 on its list of the Beatles, Beatles' is 100 Greatest Songs. Clapton's performance was ranked 42nd in Guitar World's 2008 list of the 100 Greatest Guitar Solos. The other 41, it probably like, lends that one.
0: Probably. I mean, because the Beatles are not really a guitar solo band. Nope. So this is like the first, is this like, this is the first big one. Mm-hmm.
1: This became a staple of U.S. Ra- rock radio during the early 1970s. And today. To today. And today. On a par with songs such as Layla by Clapton, Short-Lived Band, Derek, and the Dominoes, Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, and to Who's Won't Get Fooled Again. How many times have they played those songs the last three days?
0: I didn't. I No, I should have That's ah, okay. I'm sure all of them were played within the three-day period. <laughs>
1: In 1973, it appeared on the Beatles' double album compilation 1967 through 1970 as one of only three tracks representing the White Album. Capitol Records included on the Best of George Harrison 1976, a year before this, Harrison released a sequel to the song titled "This Guitar, Parentheses, Can't Keep from Crying." Oh, which he's been, that guitar's been crying for seven years. A lot. Which also served as the final single issued by Apple in its original incarnation. The Beatles' recording appeared on the soundtrack to With Nail and I, a 1987 comedy film set in the late 1960s, London, and produced by Harrison's company, Handmade Films. It's a good movie. It is commentary for the Mojo selection, English songwriter Chris Stifford of Squeeze Fame. That's right said that he had only come to fully appreciate the lyrics following Harrison's death in 2001, describing him as, as a riposte to Harrison's bandmates, particularly Lennon and McCartney. Difford added, George was the one who came back from India with the spiritual awakening and carried it through to the rest of his life, whereas the others came back with the postcards.
0: Ouch! Mm. Difford strikes again with the uh, withering commentary. <laughs>
1: Among other versions, the song has also been recorded by guitarists such as Mark Ribbit, Fish, Fish Likes the White Album, and Charlie Bird, and on ukulele by Jake Shimabukuro. Toto did a cover version for their album Through the Looking Glass and in a live performance at Live in Amsterdam. Santana did a cover for his 20th album, Guitar Heaven, the Greatest Guitar Classics of All Time, in 2010, featuring singer India Ari, a cellist, Yo-Yo Ma.
0: And Rob Thomas featuring Matchbox 20.
1: <laughs> a recording of the song by Regina Specter appears in the 2016 film Kubo and the Two Strings. Love Count 2. We have two, hey. two references to love and see the love there that's sleeping. So that's, that's nice. Josie Scale, I get a song. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm going to agree with you that... It gets a yeah
1: for me as well. No, no need to cry anymore. Guitar.
0: Yep, and uh, you know, I I I just want to say there's other Beatles songs. uh, (laughs) Q1043. You did play Blue Jay Way. You know that that is another George song you could choose. That was maybe it was Two for Tuesday. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it wasn't. It wasn't on a. They did do a Two for. Two for Monday, which was weird. What?
1: Like, What's going on Moving, over there? They played
0: two Beatles songs in a row on Monday. Something's up. I was like, Something's weird. It's Desperate. The computer's drunk. I heard radio, what'd you do? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh, yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine